Bags down, spikes on. Welcome to the track. My name is Colin Waitsman. I'm going to be your host for this episode of Track World News. And we have a little bit of a different episode for you today. I'm sure you saw it in the title. But before we get into that, please make sure that you like the episode, share with the friends, subscribe to the channel. Really helps us know that you're enjoying the content. Uh, and let's get into it. So first three topics we're going to discuss, we're going to briefly go over Kevin Mayer's world lead, uh, what it means, um, just talk about it in the decathlon a little bit. Uh, next, we're going to be briefly getting into indoor season, uh, some of the meets that are going to be coming up, what we can see for this upcoming year. And then, of course, we're going to talk about what are some gifts that you can give a runner for birthday, Christmas, holiday, whatever it might be. So let's get into that. First, let's talk about Kevin Mayer. He just got a world lead in the decathlon, scored 8,552 points. Very impressive uh, for the beginning of the season. Solidified his spot for Tokyo 2021. Uh, obviously, he's the favorite in the, in the decathlon. Uh, this competition, it, it wasn't even really... That close, to be honest, uh, really, he, he demolished the competition. I think the next closest person had 6,055 points, something like that. So uh, he was really, really ahead. But um, he's, he, got the, he got the championship standard, and it looks like he's going to be doing really well for the Olympics. Will he be able to break his own world record? Um, sure, I, I think he could. I mean, he really played it safe during this meet. He entered really low. For the pole vault, I think he entered like at four, like twenty-eight, uh, and even though he can jump over five meters, he he came in really low. But I mean, it's it's the first of many competitions to come up. We'll see how he does and continues to do. Uh, next, uh, let's get into indoor season. So I know obviously there's been a lot of things going on with certain teams shutting their teams down, other teams getting the season started. I mean, where, where do we even start? I mean, we even saw a story that Central Michigan, they're trying to bring their team back. Um, they thought that they needed somewhere around, I think, $600,000 to be able to, no, $300,000 to operate the team. And they're starting to get some sponsors or they're starting to get some donors and people to bring the team back, which is looking great. Saw some other smaller schools and conferences like in Division Two canceling their track and field championship. And it's been a whirlwind. It's been a lot of stuff that we have seen in the past couple weeks when it comes to the season. But there is some bright news. Uh, the, the teams teams seem to be competing. Uh, it's different, though, this year than last year. Even though this is only the second official week of track and field, for at least college level, it's definitely different than it's been in years past. How is it different? Well, instead of us seeing these major meets where you'll have seven, eight, nine, ten teams competing, it looks like a lot of schools are going the route of less is more, where we're seeing a few quad meets, a few tri meets, even a couple dual meets, and of course a lot of inner squad uh, where you're just competing against yourself. So a lot more smaller meets. I think that's probably going to be the trend for this season, at least for indoors. For outdoors, I see us probably going to a similar model or not a similar model but a similar model to the 
you know, years past where it's more more schools. But this year, it looks like they're doing a lot more smaller meets, which, uh, I mean, it, depending on what kind of athlete you are, that's either great news or that's terrible news. Uh, if you're one of those athletes where you might get you know, nervous with a lot of bigger meets and a lot of bigger schools, I mean, this is perfect for you because you're like, oh, great. It's only going to be two or three schools. I'm going to know the other competitors. And so it might feel like a practice Uh, for other athletes that thrive in the, you know, in the limelight that really like the pressure. I mean, this sucks. (laughs) This is awful for them because you're not going to be having those major meets unless you're lucky enough where someone in your event group on another team He's a really great com- competitor as well. So it's looking like it's most likely going to be those smaller meets for the schools that are competing. As I've mentioned, a lot of conferences have already announced that they are no longer going to be competing, which is terrible. So that means a few things. Like, are we going to see more athletes that they don't have el- they Well, they do have eligibility, but their teams have said, we're not competing. Are we going to see a lot of those athletes decide, hey, you know what? I'm going pro. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to do this thing on an individual basis. I still want to compete. Obviously, this is for more of those top-level athletes. You're not going to see someone that is, you know, middle of the road, even if you're pretty good got, trying to do this thing professionally because it's really difficult, obviously. There's not a ton of money unless you're on, you know, near the top. So what are we going to see? I think that we might see a few of these bigger-time athletes uh, decide, you know what, I'm going to go professional. Um, for, exa- I, for example, like if Sidney McLaughlin or if Mondo Duplantis were in this, I mean, they've already decided, they've already gone pro, obviously. But if they were in, like this was their freshman years, I, I see them saying, you know what, I'm out of here, I'm doing this professionally. There's no reason for me to stay here at Kentucky or stay here in LSU. Uh, so could we see any of those types of talents uh, decide they're going pro? I think a few distance runners have already announced that they are. Uh, let's see if that kind of uh, you know sets something going on. If we're going to see more athletes deciding, you know what, I'm going to hang up my collegiate spikes for some professional ones. That'll be interesting. I want to know what's going on. So that's what it means for, for this indoor season. Nothing else really. Uh, for the professional circuit, I guess you could say it's it's a little bit different. Uh, we haven't had much news on any indoor meets that are going. One thing that is really interesting, I forgot to mention this earlier, all of these meets that I've seen scheduled for certain colleges, like um, I think Eastern Michigan has announced, uh, or a few other schools have announced their schedules, all of the meets that they're competing in are on college campuses. I have not seen, and I might be wrong, but I have not seen any meets being held that are off campus. So, for example, the Armory, haven't seen a meet for them, haven't seen anything for Ocean Breeze, um, haven't seen uh, anything for for those types of meets where they're not being held uh, on a campus, they're being held on a a third party, haven't seen anything yet. Um, Could that have to do with some regulations of how many people can be in a in a place maybe is it just they're trying to you know be safe i don't know but we're not seeing that so uh that that's going to limit the facilities and and who can compete because there's a lot of conferences i know mine for example with the northeast conference that doesn't have any indoor tracks within their conference uh so you're all going to other schools or they're going to be competing in you know uh they would be competing at these third-party uh facilities so we'll have to see what, what's going on there. So interesting for this season. Hopefully we'll be able to have some sort of normalcy for the outdoor year, but who knows. 
Um, now, uh, as you know, if you're listening to this on the day of recording, we have Christmas coming up in three days. And if you are still struggling to, to find a gift to get your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever, a friend, then you just don't know what to get them. And you're the one thing you know is, hey, they're a runner or her, hey, they compete in track and field. They're a thrower. They're a jump. Whatever. You know that they're an, a runner. I got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven items that you can get for them if you know they're a runner. So we're going to go from least to most expensive. Uh, kind of you can pick. And the difference that I'm going to have here, I'm not going to really go with those easy standard things that you would think of like, of course, you could always give them a gift card to Nike.com. Like, you could always just go and pick up a, a tee, like a dry fit t-shirt or, or something like that. Like, those are easy ones that you don't even have to be a runner to know, hey, this is something that a runner would want. Or, hey, this is something an athlete would want. We're going with items that you might not think of. And and a few of them I, I, I recently found out, and they seem like they're really cool. They're, they're gifts that I would like. <laughs> if, if, I, if somebody were to get me one of these, I would be really happy. So number one, uh, water bottle. Easy. Uh, that's something that anyone can go for. I mean, it could be as easy as a, a Gatorade water bottle, one of those squeeze ones. I, mean, I would go through those constantly in college, always running, running out of them. Uh, they can cost you anywhere from five to six bucks, depending on what, what kind of water bottle you want. If you want a hydro flask, it's going to cost you a little bit more, but they're pretty, they're pretty inexpensive. So water bottle always would be a good one. Next, uh, this is uh, this would, was a life send for me in college. The foam roller uh, costs you about fifteen bucks, but this is fantastic for any sort of recovery. If you got anyone that is uh, a long-time runner, they don't even have to be a long-distance runner. This is for sprinters, jumpers, throwers, anything. You're, you're going to have to roll out after your workouts, um, whether you were lifting, you're running, you were jumping, you're, you're going to get sore, and these things are phenomenal. A lot of people don't have them, but I do know a lot of teams do. So if there's a college student that you have and they, they run track at college, they probably have them, and they probably use them pretty consistently in the training room. And so getting one for home uh, when they may not know when they're going back could be pretty great. So get one of those. Those 15 bucks, not too bad. Uh, next, we're going with resistance bands. Uh, these are things that I use really consistently, and they're extremely versatile. Uh, so if, they're, if you're using them to stretch, uh, if you're using them for some type of strength training, um, they, they can be really, really good for flexibility, for strength. Uh, movement and um, and yoga or whatever whatever kind of stuff you're tr you're trying to do, uh, really really great things. Extraordinarily versatile, both in the weight room if somebody wants to use them, putting it on like the squat rack or the bench rack uh, or the bench rack <laughs> squat or, or bench press. Uh, you can you can use that there to you know have different kinds of lifts and it, they're really versatile. Would definitely recommend getting those. Cost you anywhere from fifteen to thirty bucks depending on how many you're going to get. So would definitely recommend those. Uh, running gloves. So these are mainly for your long distance runners. Uh, so if you have anyone that wants to, you know, it, it does a couple miles a day and they're, they're going out all the time, they're training for 5Ks, marathons, whatever, go with a pair of running gloves, cost you about 20 bucks. You could also go with one of those sweatbands uh, that are also like earmuffs. 
um, that they people use. The, they're really great. This is for running in cold weather. No one likes to have cold hands when you're running, especially if you're out there for 30, 40 minutes a time. So you can't go wrong with that. Uh, next, so I would go with a custom backpack from Track Barn. Uh, for those of you that don't know, there is a guy, uh, Carl Margo. He's got um, a, this company called Track Barn where he has a ton and ton of gear that you can buy, whether it's for a team or for an individual, for an entire you know conference. It doesn't matter. He has completely customizable stuff, including custom backpacks, which look pretty sick. Uh, check out the website at trackbarn.com. Uh, do want to mention that I am not sponsored by any of these uh, companies, any of these groups. I'm completely saying it off my own volition, so I'm not being paid to do any of these. These are just gifts that I really think are are great for people. And so go with the custom backpack. It's uh, listed depending on what kind you want, anywhere from as low as $48. Um, that's about how much it's going to cost you to get a good backpack anyway from Under Armour, Nike, Adidas. You might as well get it customed to the athlete that you want. Uh, it can have their name on it, the event, the school, whatever it is. It look really slick, and you're supporting small business. So definitely something that I would recommend. They also have a wide variety of things from masks, shorts. Uh, it looked like they even had like discus backpacks and shot put bags uh, to put to put the things there. So Definitely look at that. Um, fantastic gift if you're looking to give it to somebody. Uh, next, this is uh, getting a little bit more expensive, a running watch. Uh, this will cost you, a, a good running watch, cost you about 100 bucks. Uh, recommend getting a Garmin. Uh, these are fantastic. Helps track your times, your splits, uh, some of them, your heart rate. Um, overall, just a fantastic thing, especially for the distance runners in your family. So look for a good old-fashioned running watch. Those will run you, yeah, about $100. The Garmin ones are critically acclaimed. They do sell out sometimes pretty quickly. I think they're in stock right now, so take a look at those. Um, and then last but not least, this is something that even if you're not a track and field runner, you could probably go for. Uh, but a massage gun. They're, they've been trending like crazy recently. I have seen tons and tons of people, tons of advertisements for these. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, it looks like a, I don't know, it doesn't really look like a, a, a gun at all. It's just like a giant like plastic or metal thing. I guess it, it looks like a drill. And on the end, it has like a plastic bit that goes, that vi like that pushes really quickly and goes, I'm sure I sound like an idiot right there, but massage gun fantastic costs about 150 bucks it's it would be so great for any type of recovery that you need um have a, any sore muscles from you had a long run you had a really heavy lift uh, you had a great jump session uh, fantastic to use that uh you know to recover as a post-recovery workout uh or a post-recovery item so those are the seven items that i would recommend getting for anyone or gifts to get for anyone that is a runner uh these are all solid options, and if I ever got one of these, I wouldn't be too upset. So uh, hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have, make sure that you like us on like this episode, share with a friend, subscribe, follow us on Instagram if you want to if you want to have some more content at at track and field at track world news. Sorry, uh, we we post up clips, um, news updates on the sport, and all that type of good stuff. So. Have a good one. Uh, we'll talk to you on the next episode. Oh, yeah, forgot. Next episode, we're going to be having a bonus one coming out on Saturday. Uh, it is going to be a collaborative video or episode with Apex Vaulting. Uh, we're talking about 
future of the sport, how we can get larger, um, and some issues that we've seen with consistency between track and field and other sports during these hectic times that we're in. So definitely don't want to miss that. Uh, it's a lot longer than our current episodes. I think it's about an hour and a half. So we're going to be dropping that on Saturday. If you want to see that, uh, should be fantastic. Definitely recommend, uh, have a good one. We'll see you later. Peace. We'll <laughs>